0: Do you ever feel just so overwhelmed that you have no idea how to pray or what to say? Today, we are going to dive deep into prayer together and talk about what is prayer exactly, why is it so important, and how we pray. We're going to talk about prayer because it is essential to having hope in the middle of our storms. Prayer connects us with God, and that is how we truly find hope. Welcome back to Brain Injury Bible Study. I'm Christabel Braden, and I'm so glad that you decided to listen in today as we talk about prayer. Oh, this is one of my favorite topics, (laughs) and something that I think can become a challenge for those of us with brain injuries because it can be hard to find the words. I have struggled with aphasia and word finding, and prayer has become challenging in different seasons. But today, I want to kind of step back and look at the big picture. You're going to hear this lesson that I taught earlier this year on prayer, and my hope is that it encourages you and reminds you that your heart is already connected to God. He created you, and He hears you. And it doesn't exactly matter what particular words that you say as much as your heart in coming to God. He understands you even if you don't say anything. (laughs) That's just the kind of God he is. He's personal and intimate, and he's with us, especially in our storms. So we're here in the middle of the Hope in the Storm series. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it so far. We've already had the first three sessions, and today is number four as we're talking about prayer. Brain Injury Bible Study is a ministry that the Lord put on my heart to start earlier this year, and it's been really fun seeing it kind of takes shape as we've been doing Zoom meetings. And I've been getting to know so many amazing brain injury survivors and caregivers, and we've been able to pray for each other and grow in faith. And if you would like to be a part of a community like that, I'd love to invite you to join. We do Zoom meetings on most Saturdays. Uh, I'm doing it in different sessions and series. And so Your best bet would be to join our email list at braininjurybiblestudy.com and get connected as I'd love to get to know you. We also have a Facebook group, Brain Injury Bible Study, so you can just search that on there. And I'd love for you to, to step in and join our family in Christ. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, and he connects us through our brain injury journeys. So without further ado... Let's go into today's session, and as usual, you can also check out the visual version of this on YouTube if you prefer video, but um, sometimes I personally prefer audio, (laughs) and so I'm excited to get to share these lessons in audio format with you as well. So let's get started, and thank you for listening. So let's talk about why prayer is so important, especially in our storms, and how to pray. First, in all of the storms we face, it is so important that we don't trick ourselves into thinking that Jesus doesn't want to hear from us. Because the truth is, Jesus invites us to come to him. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's Jesus speaking, inviting us to come whenever we're weary, whenever we're burdened, whenever we're tired, no matter what we go through. He understands that there are going to be times that these emotions come up and he says, I want to give you rest. We can always go to Jesus no matter what. He is with us and he loves us. It's really easy to overthink what prayer is, (laughs) and there are a lot of different prayers that you may have heard, whether at church or in different gatherings. There are a lot of different ways to pray or ways that you might have seen prayer or experienced prayer, but at its very basic form, prayer is a connection to God. And when we're talking about hope in the storm, especially for those of us who have had brain injuries, it's really important for us to not overcomplicate it and understand that we can have access to God and have a relationship with God through prayer. So we need prayer to have hope in the storm. We know that God is the source of our hope. We talked about that in week one. We know God is more powerful than the storm. We talked about that in weeks two and three when we looked at how God is greater than the storm and when we looked at Jesus calming the storm. So we know he's the source of our hope. We know that he's more powerful than any storm that can come. And prayer is the thing that connects us to him. So prayer is that connection point that connects us to this amazing, powerful God that is more powerful than the storm. Prayer is how we have a relationship with him when we are going through our own storms or really any day in anything in life. Because, I mean, let's face it, every day we, we need God and we need his help. So, But for the sake of this series, when we're talking about specifically hope in the storm, we are going to be referring to that As a brain injury survivor, there are a lot of times that I've struggled with finding my words. And so I want to ask you guys, do you ever struggle with finding the right words or get frustrated because you don't know how to say something? I know that I have aphasia, which is word finding difficulties and with struggles in cognitive abilities and cognitive fatigue. Over the years, there has been many times that I have felt so discouraged and so frustrated in just trying to say what's come in my mind or just trying to communicate how I feel with somebody. And it can be really frustrating. I want to encourage you today that in prayer, you don't need to worry about any of the words, the word finding things or being too tired to figure out what you're going to say because in prayer, God already knows your heart. So we don't have to worry about saying the right words. As we simply come to God, he hears us. God is always with us and he wants to hear from us and have a relationship with us. But in the storms, we can feel so afraid and worried that we don't know what to do. In those moments, prayer helps us to connect with God and reminds us that he's in control. So we're going to look at a passage of scripture that helps us to understand prayer on an even deeper level. Philippians 4, 6-7 through says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we're going to break this down and go through it phrase by phrase. The first part says, do not be anxious about anything. Now, something that's important to note is that the phrase that comes right before this in verse five says, the Lord is at hand. So when it tells us not to be anxious, that's not just coming out of nowhere and just saying, don't be anxious, by the way. It's really saying God is here with you and don't be anxious. And now let's talk about how not be anxious. Let's talk about prayer. And so it's a way to help us know how to not be anxious. Fear and anxiety are natural human emotions, but it's what we do with those emotions that matters. And we can take those feelings to God and he helps us. So it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. Now, every situation means that nothing is too big And nothing is too small for God. Sometimes we can feel like our problems are too big and, you know, there's no possible way out and it's impossible and why would I even pray because it's just too much. (laughs) I have felt like that. We can also feel like it's too small, like I shouldn't pray about that. I don't need to bother God about that. But yet it's still something that really impacts me in my life. And in both of those situations, I was tricking myself into thinking that God wouldn't care or that he wouldn't be able to help me. When in reality, the Bible says every, every situation. So let's remember that. The next part says by prayer and petition. So by prayer and connecting with the Lord, with thanksgiving. So thanksgiving means thanking God. Gratitude is so important. And there are so many, even not Christian-based studies on mental health and how important gratitude is. I think that's because God designed us for, for gratitude, for for being thankful. There is something powerful in praising God in Thanksgiving. And so I want to ask you: what are you thankful for? Is it a friend? Is it a family member? Is it a beautiful day? Whatever it might be. It's powerful when we offer our prayers to God with thanksgiving. So the next part says, present your requests to God, which means we don't have to hesitate to ask God for help. The Bible even says to give him our requests. (laughs) So scripture shows that we can present whatever we're going through to God and he will be there. And when we pray, something amazing happens. Let's read the next verse. And the peace of God. It is so important to know that peace is not a feeling. Peace is actually a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, which means that peace originates from God. It originates from the Holy Spirit. It's not something that we can manufacture or come up with on our own. And there are forms of peace we might be able to find through meditation or mindfulness or anything like that. But that doesn't last. A peace from God is different. It's not based on how you feel. Of course, peace from God can cause us to feel peace, but the peace from God is not a feeling. It's a truth that God will give you his peace, which is different, so different than a peace that we can come up with on our own. The next part says, which transcends all understanding some of the translations will say surpasses understanding. It's a peace beyond what we can understand. And so when we don't understand what's going on in our life, I'm always reminded of this verse, that there is a peace from God that goes beyond our understanding. And that peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So prayer helps us through the storm because it's a connection to God. The peace of God, even when we don't understand how, is guarding our hearts and our minds. He protects us. He protects our hearts and our minds from getting too overwhelmed by the fear and the anxiety because God knows that the storms can hurt and he is there to be with us through it. So prayer can happen anytime. Don't overthink it again. (laughs) Prayer can happen in the moments of overwhelmed. If you're in the grocery store or any kind of store and the lights and the noise are overwhelming you, those are moments that you can just pray and cry out to God and say, God, please help me in this moment that I'm overwhelmed. If you're emotionally overwhelmed, dealing with a struggle in a relationship, or you don't know what to say to somebody, or, you know, you're just having a bad day, that's a time to pray. A simple pause in your day could be, my mom said, if you're waiting in the elevator, <laughs> you know, or if you're just, you know, waiting for your computer to boot up or any time in your day, you can pause and you can pray and connect to God. If you're exhausted from the pain and you lay down in a dark room or you try to rest in order to help your brain to feel better, that's a moment that you can pray. So there are different ways to pray, and prayer can either be spoken or it can be silent. So spoken prayer can be out loud, it can be whispered, you can say it to yourself in your head, or it could be written down like a prayer journal. Silent prayer is a way to acknowledge God's presence, and I love silent prayer. You will find me praying silently almost all the time, just as a way to acknowledge the presence of God and just say, God, I know you're here. That's a form of prayer. And it could just be closing our eyes and breathing to know God's with us, especially when we don't have the words. So prayer can be simple. Your prayers don't have to be long. (laughs) A starting point is simply to connect with God and he will meet you right where you're at. Today, I'm sharing a couple examples of things that you could pray. So one example would be to say, Dear God, today is hard. Please be with me. Amen. And I want to encourage you to say that out loud to yourself right now. And there is something that is so powerful in acknowledging God and simply just saying, Today is hard. Be with me. Another example could be thanking God for something Saying, dear God, thank you for this beautiful weather or thank you for my favorite food or thank you for my family member, my mom, my dad, my sister. Thank you that they're here with me or whatever it might be. You can thank God for something. Another one is to ask him for help. Dear God, I need your help today. Please help me. Something along those lines. And just keeping it simple. We also don't have to worry too much about the words because the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit helps us when we pray. And I love this verse. It's from Romans 8 that says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. So when we don't know what to say, The Holy Spirit is praying with us and for us and interceding for us with God. And I just think that is so powerful and beautiful to remember. We don't always understand our circumstances or our storms, but we can trust that God is with us and will help us through them. Remember, God brings us peace beyond all understanding when we pray. No matter what you are facing, remember that you have access to God through prayer at all times. He loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. So keep praying. There is hope in the storm. There's hope in the storm.